Lucia Cleveland. I was Lucia McMillan, maiden name, and uh, I was born in Manhattan, and I was class of 1974 and a biology major, and now I live in San Luis Obispo, California. So you're pulling out of Grinnell after graduation. Who are you with, and what are two or three things that you had with you? Oh, gosh. Well, my parents gave me, as a graduation present, my very first car. Ooh. So it was a little, the cheapest car you could get at the time of Volkswagen Bug. <laughs> it was that or of a Pinto. I had a choice of the two. <laughs> and I got a gold one. Mm. It had a little sunroof. Oh. So I loaded that up and headed home. Where was home? Hopewell Junction near Poughkeepsie, New York. And what was the grand plan? I was going to look in the Help Wanted ads. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the farm where my f- folks lived, and I would love to work nearby there. And so I always thought that I'd go back there, mm. but I didn't find any jobs there. They really didn't have much available there. So finally, I looked in New York City in the Help Wanted, and I went down to the city, and I interviewed for this job that I ended up getting, and they offered it to me, but I was also going to go a walk across Central Park to the Parks Department, the New York City Parks Department. Mm -hmm. I had an internship there one summer. My boss had said I'd make a good planner. So I thought, well, maybe she could help me find me a job. Mm -hmm. So as I was walking across, I got hit by a courier bicyclist going really fast, knocked me to the ground, smashed my head, and I just went back to my friend's apartment at that point. Never, never went to the parks department and talked. I just took the other job. And <laughs> never crossed the street yeah, again anyway. I think the parks department job would have been a lot better suited to me. <laughs> so what was the what was the job that you ended up what was that job you ended up? Reading doing? EKGs of patients who had pacemakers over the phone. Before you left, you're at Grinnell, where were your passions specifically? I think I might have thought I would be ended up doing like um, rodent studies in the high Sierras or something. I I really thought that I'd be working probably outside somewhere, mm. but I hadn't r- really thought about it. When I went to college, you had a college degree, you got a job. When I graduated from college, the baby boomers had already started filling in and jobs were a lot harder to come by. Mm. So just having the flexibility to pick what you wanted to do was no longer a reality. And I, I wasn't prepared for it. And why I never went to the career center was because I didn't think I'd have any problem finding a job. <laughs> Nowadays, yeah. kids are a lot more savvy. They know they have to yeah. work hard and prepare for something in mind and get contacts and uh, mentors and hopefully go to the career center. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, it's interesting drawing that parallel. You have a, a daughter who's in that same position right now. Do you think that some of the discussion or even just like the rhetoric around well kids these days have to do this this and this to find a job or you know in this economy you're gonna have to do certain things you know do do you hear some of the same things being said that you did around you when you were getting ready to leave I don't remember people saying anything because Mm. almost everybody was going on to get a master's because I was in the biology Mm. program everybody most everybody was pre-med and I guess we just didn't talk about it I had one friend that was staying another year and yeah. It just wasn't in the air because the direct path yeah. for a lot of people coming out of Grinnell was a master's or right. a continuing education in some right. sense. And of course, this, it all turned out to be a great thing that I didn't go to an area where I could find 
a good job <laughs> because I ended up making my own business and being highly successful. Right. So it does have a very happy ending. Yeah. You do kind of make things work where you are. Yeah. So let's talk <laughs> geography a little bit. So you end up uh, out here on the West Coast. Right. Exploring. Basically, what what was the initial pull for you to come out here? Yes, I was traveling through, and um, my boyfriend, who I later married, could get a job here with a friend. And so we put down roots here, and then I couldn't find a job here. Mm. And so I went to the Career Center at Cal Poly, and they Mm. told me about the environmental help job that Mm. might come open. Sure enough, one came up right away, so I applied for it, and I did get that job Mm. because it was was very competitive, but I was lucky to get that job because I'd been a horse packer. And the director had been a horse packer. You, you were telling me a little bit about this before, and just, I'm curious, can you just say again what that job entailed? Right, right. Well, it's a, it's a dangerous job. And so the fact that I'd been a horse packer meant a lot to him on just what you can uh, accomplish. Yeah. But to catch the horses running around in a corral, <laughs> you'll have about 30 horses running around, and you have to dive into them and put a rope around one of them neck. They don't have halters. They don't have bridles. You have to dive in there grab one and pull it out. And then the other thing you had to do was load them onto a cattle truck. So you had to put one in and squish him against the wall and then bring the other one toe to tail and then squish him in or or her. And then you bring the next one, you load them in really tight so they don't fall over. They have to hold each other up. Might be time to check the help wanted section again. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. And then you take these horses, you load them with really heavy packs that they don't want to have on them, yeah. and you load them through the mountains, and that part's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, taking them up in the mountains, we gave uh, supplied foods to uh, National Outdoor Leadership School mm. students in the Wind River Range. So your willingness to take on a challenge like that, even if you didn't necessarily know the whole picture before, but, you know, this was something you'd never done anything like before, and you just kind of said, all right, I'll give it a shot. Fast forward a little bit, when you're in the infancy of your own business, do you think that it's kind of that same impulse? Or talk a little bit about how that stage of your professional career came together? I, I've never been afraid of jumping into something than not knowing a whole lot about it. Mm. I would try to think why that is. There's a confidence in our family. Our uh, mom raised us with a lot of leeway. We made a lot of decisions on our own, a lot mm. of freedom, a lot of trust. And then also, I think because I wasn't have a brilliant mind, I didn't have that pre-med memory that the doctors all to be mm-hmm. had. I I was just used to jumping into things without knowing it perfectly. <laughs> so, so you so, did it before the test? Uh, yeah, I was winging it. I mean, I would study. I would definitely study right. for my test, but I wouldn't absorb and retain it. I remember mm. learning the Krebs cycle over and over and over again and forgetting it every time. I had to learn it all over again. Yeah. So I think that confidence from that, things don't have to be perfect. The job ended up having a disappointment. It was a, a lowest tier an environmental health aid and I wasn't getting the encouragement to further on mm. in the department there it was pretty laid-back department and um, and I wasn't a laid-back person I thought you know my parents sent me to good schools mm. and taking water samples and uh, is not you know honoring what they invested in me or what I think of myself so I thought either just become a lacidagothical government worker when they were at that time. Right. They've shipped up now. <laughs> <laughs> but they, or I just get out there and do something on my own. And so I started my own business 
and while keeping the job for a few years, I just would get up at 4.30 in the morning and work, wow. and then work during lunch, and then all weekend. And i take my vacations. I would do trade shows and got national distribution on my spice company, Spices. Mm-hmm. And when I figured out marketing, like a display was really a turning point on the company. When I figured out a sales rep could sell a $100 rack, a $200 rack, or a $300 rack, and that's very easy to sell. Right. Any salesman can go into a situation and sell that. That it really started to take off, and that's when I was able to quit the county job. I hadn't been there quite five years yet. Mm-hmm.